Chapter 12 Victoria sank onto her bed. If only the covers would swallow her. How could Jerry do this? She wasn't surprised if Adrian stabbed her in the back. But Jerry, the steady, level-headed one in their trio, surely he hadn't fallen for Adrian. But he'd asked her out. As Victoria ran her hand along the comforter, a coiled wire brushed against her palm. Jerry's cello string. Not a fancy gift, but one she treasured. A tear slid down her cheek as she slipped it over her wrist. He'd given it to her after the last high school orchestra concert her senior year, a day she'd never forget. That moment replayed in her mind. At the end of the concert, he'd pulled her aside backstage. You know we'll still be friends after you graduate, don't you? He'd bent over, unwound his A-string, and slipped it over her wrist. Then he'd kissed her on the cheek. Don't worry, no strings attached. He'd winked as he gestured at his cello. Always one for humor. Shake it off, time to focus. She was moving to New York. Jerry could go out with whomever he wanted. Except Adrian. The sound of beginner piano music blasted upstairs. Victoria cringed. Why did Stella have to practice now? She'd never be able to concentrate. Not here. She needed something to take her mind off Adrian and Jerry. A good swim at the student rec center might do the trick. She'd practice at the music school afterward. Yes, that would be best. After a deep breath, she gathered up her music, instrument, swimsuit, and gym bag. When she reached for the doorknob, the string bracelet gleamed in the light. She sighed and tucked it away in her dresser drawer. As Victoria entered the rec center, she swiped her ID card. Few music students set foot here, not usually the athletic types. For her, swimming was a life source, a way to rejuvenate. In the locker room, she slipped on her swimsuit and stuffed her clothes into the gym bag. She crammed it in the locker along with her violin. Several noisy students congregated in the hot tub. Steam rose from the water. A couple of bleached blondes in string bikinis snuggled next to shirtless frat boys with six-packs. The lap pool, however, was empty. Victoria dove in. The cool water hit her face and goosebumps pricked her body. She stretched her arms in front of her, palms cupped, and moved them in a wide, circular motion for the front crawl. As she kicked her legs, she drew strength from the powerful force. For several moments, nothing mattered but the swim stroke. The water washed away all of their thoughts. An athlete who worked to keep her muscles strong for her craft, the endurance required for three-hour orchestra rehearsals, made a swim feel like a breeze. After a half hour, she paused to catch her breath. A lanky guy, eyes bloodshot, in Hawaiian swim trunks, sauntered in, surrounded by several others. Franklin. Look who it is, little Vicky Pearson, he hollered. She groaned. What are you doing here? He asked as he tugged off his tee. Surprised you don't have to babysit your little sisters tonight. <laughs> he laughed, and the others joined him. Leave me alone, Franklin. I'm busy. She turned back to the lane in front of her. Ready for auditions, Monday? I've practiced the passages all week. Victoria's breath caught in her throat. With the fall concert, graduate school audition material, and now the concerto competition, she'd forgotten about orchestra auditions. What if she lost her position as concertmaster? Victoria tilted her head from side to side in an attempt to pull herself together. Almost, 
She swam to the ladder and hoisted herself out. I'm headed to the music school now to practice. You don't want to join us? Franklin pointed to the hot tub. No. She grabbed her towel and rubbed herself dry. I have work to do. Party pooper. She rolled her eyes. Did you know Monday's a blind audition? The faculty will put up a screen so the judges won't recognize us while we play. It will all come down to skill. Hope you're ready, he sneered, then crawled into the hot tub with his buddies. Victoria winced at the page covered in inky black notes. She should have looked at these orchestra passages sooner. Auditions were bad enough, but a blind one? What if she bombed and the judges moved her to last chair? She played better with an audience present, but what about behind a screen? Would it be similar to these awful white walls in the practice room? It was like practicing in a jail cell. She played the page one note at a time. So many irregularities, with sharps and flats written all over the place. Half of the notes were positioned on ledger lines high above the staff. She squinted to make them out. After the initial run-through, she turned on her metronome to keep the beat. Time to speed it up. The obnoxious click of the device pounded in her brain like the incessant beep of a dying smoke detector, enough to drive anyone crazy. In the middle of her sixth repetition, a blast of noise erupted from the next room. She resumed the music, but her fingers fumbled to regain their previous pace. The shriek of an electric guitar sliced the air. She covered her ears with her hands. This is a classical music school, not a rock concert venue. Victoria exited and stomped to the adjacent room, the last one at the end of the long hallway. With a shove, the door opened, and a blast of drums and electric guitar filled her ears. What's going on? I... Victoria stared at the ensemble in front of her. Several musicians filled the spacious room. A guitarist with shaggy blonde hair wailed into a microphone. Behind him, the top of a guy's head bounced to the beat of drums, and beside him stood Jerry on bass guitar. Victoria's jaw dropped open. What was he doing here? Wasn't he out with Adrian? She looked at the person next to Jerry, but the music stand blocked her view. The band stopped as they all looked at her. Hey, Victoria, isn't it? The guitarist stepped toward her, hand extended. I'm Matt. Victoria frowned. Matt who? Matt Dieter, from the coffee shop. He swept a stray wisp of sandy blonde hair from his eyes. Your buddies are awesome musicians. What? Yeah, Jerry's a killer bass player. Eddie can whack a drum better than anyone I know. And Adrian, he gestured at the music stand, is quiet the fiddler. Victoria's mind was about to explode. Eddie Carter, the engineer, had set foot in the music building. And Jerry, classical cellist Jerry, played bass guitar. And Adrian on fiddle? Not fiddle, viola. Adrian stepped away from the music stand and looked at Victoria, daggers shooting from her hazel eyes. What are you doing here? Victoria's tongue unfroze. I was about to ask you the same question. I'm dealing with the guys. Adrian ran a hand through her hair. Is that a problem or do I need a permission slip? Jerry coughed. We didn't expect you, Victoria. Clearly, she fixed him with her gaze. All oh, lighten up, Vicky. Eddie poked his head from behind the drum set. This is fun. 
Victoria's hands shot to her hips. I'm trying to practice for orchestra auditions and your fun rock music is so loud I can't concentrate. Eddie snorted. What's so funny? Victoria narrowed her eyes. You call this rock? Eddie laughed. Not even close. Country. Matt waved his hand. Pop. Whatever. It's interrupting my concentration. Jerry, I'm surprised you're not practicing too. Oh, don't worry, Matt laughed. He practices his concerto nonstop. He's going to win that competition. What? Victoria's eyes shot to Jerry. He looked away. I never said I'd win it. I don't care what you do, her words reverberated throughout the room, or who you do it with. Just keep it down and let me practice in peace. She slammed the door. Back in her practice room, tears welled up as she stared at the orchestra music in front of her. How could Jerry betray her like this? It was bad enough he'd asked her sister out, but now he joined a band with Adrian, Eddie, and some cowboy? Did she know him at all? Worst of all, he'd signed up for the concerto competition without telling her. In addition to Franklin, Adrian, and everyone else, Victoria would compete against Jerry, the best musician at Belton, and her best friend, or former best friend. A knock on the door interrupted her reverie. Victoria, can I come in? Jerry's unmistakable voice. I'm practicing. No, you're not. I haven't heard a note for the last several minutes. He cracked the door open and stepped inside. She wiped her eyes. Mascara streaked the back of her hand. What? I want to talk. I don't want to talk to you. You signed up for the concerto competition and didn't bother to tell me? She glared. Look, Victoria, you have as much right to compete as I do. I thought, after all these years, we were good enough friends to share things with each other. But I guess not. Jerry hung his head. At that moment, Adrian burst inside. Jerry, we're all waiting on you. We've got to finish the set list tonight. Adrian, give me a few minutes. I need to... Please, Jerry, she touched his shoulder. Victoria, can we catch up later? Jerry pleaded. Go, Victoria forced the word out. Don't keep the band waiting. Besides, I need to practice. She picked up the violin and began to play. Jerry opened his mouth, but Adrian yanked him out the door.